Welcome to the weekly podcast, recorded live at Glory City Church, Brisbane. We hope you are blessed by this week's sermon. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is the other one on? I hope it is. Praise God. Well, Matt, that was amazing. That was such a wonderful testimony. That really, really blessed me. And in fact, um, it, I mean, happy birthday. And happy birthday to Aaron. We love you so much. Thank you for being here on your birthday. Celebrate. I was, um, I was fascinated even just listening to you. And during worship, I was having, there's so much that goes on in worship. I don't know if you realize, there is so much that goes on in worship. In fact, I love the prophetic culture because I, you know, I'm often leaning over to other prophets and saying, do you see what I see? <laughs> I mean, it's just God is moving and it's powerful. And, uh, but I so appreciated what Matt just shared there. And, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. We don't have a love of money. But I tell you, God likes to give it so that we can see his purposes for the earth, right? Hallelujah. And um, so I was in Korea, and Dr. Hong, who has this incredible favor with finance, I mean, he owns a mountain, and they just built a retreat center and built a missionary place for missionaries who retired. I mean, just crazy favor. And um, he, as we were saying goodbye, he said, the Lord told me I'm to release an anointing for wealth over you. And I went, oh, I'll take that. Thank you, Jesus, I receive it. And then last week, Emmanuel Raj prophesied that, um, I was watching, I'm watching you all. Um, I watched Sunday too. And, um, he was prophesying about the same thing. And so then tonight, I wasn't even thinking about it, I was just worshiping, seeing so many things, angels, walls, lots of wonderful things. But then I, I went into vision and I saw a picture of um, God just giving keys into my hand. I went, that's wonderful, Lord, what are the keys for? And then I saw a vault full of gold, full of treasure. I said, that's wonderful, and I just began to sing and, and say, Lord, open the doors, open the vaults, and um, Lord, you do it. And he said, no, I gave you the keys. I thought, that's so interesting. I keep saying, open up the gates, Lord, open up the doors. He says, I've given you the keys. And he's waiting for us to open our mouths and start speaking to the things that he has already said are ours and start opening it up with our words. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to encourage you. Um, the Holy Spirit is speaking. He is, there is so much going on right now. I've just, we've just been in Korea and Japan. And 
I mean, they were not expecting very many people because of the coronavirus thing, but they had record numbers because there was such a sense of the revival that God is actually doing worldwide. And people were just delivered, touched, amazing things. God did amazing, amazing, amazing things. And then um, we went to Japan in Tokyo and I was talking with the pastor on the first night. We were looking over Tokyo and um, just looking at all the, the buildings and he, he said this, he said, you know, those buildings are filled with people who don't know Jesus. And my heart just went, oh God. But um, as, we were, as we were talking, I, I was saying the last several weeks, something has been happening in our church. Something's been happening. The glory's just been increasing. The, something is happening. It's the sovereign move of God. He said, that's so interesting. The last couple of weeks, something like that is also happening in our church. And then in Bethel, similarly, for about the same, for about the last three, four weeks, again, something sovereign, something sovereign. And I, I look at that, I think about Bob Jones's prophecy and other things that have been happening. But all the words that we've had about everything that can be shaken will be shaken, so that that which cannot be shaken remains. And that the, the word of the Lord that it's time to turn aside and make room has been um, so significant that I feel that as people are getting into divine order and turning aside to make room for the Holy Spirit, God is moving really powerfully. Anyway, so we were, in, we were in Tokyo and we saw God do just glorious, glorious things. I wanna share some of those testimonies with you, but my daughter Emily, she's just come back from academy camp, hallelujah. And that, there's a whole bunch of them, I think, actually already asleep from camp. Um, but when we were in uh, Japan, um, something really unusual and glorious happened. I just want you to come, just come and share a testimony. Tell them about, tell them about your word in tongues. Come, 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 come. This is really cool. This is Emily. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for waving. <laughs> Um, so we were in Tokyo um, and we had a seminar on the first day that we were there and then we had another meeting following that. Um, and so on this first day in the seminar, mum was talking about um, uh, a kind of an explanation about why we pray in tongues. Like sometimes it's just to intercede with the Holy Spirit, just you and you and him. And other times it can be a message in tongues as well. And she said this story about um, how in one of her meetings, she was speaking in tongues up the front and someone came up to her after her and was like, you were speaking Zulu and this is what you said and then told her. Um, and I was very inspired by this. And during one of the worship sessions, I asked God, I'm like, okay, can you give me a Japanese word to share with everybody? <laughs> and he did. And I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> uh, so I had this word. Um, wasn't sure what it meant because I don't speak fluent Japanese. Um, so I asked our very good friend Yasuko, who was looking after us. Um, 
and she told me what this word means. Um, and my word was ikimas. So anyone else know what that means? <laughs> For everyone else who doesn't know what that means, that means um, it's kind of like a response. So if someone's like, do you want to go to the shops? And you say, ikimas. <laughs> it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'll go. Like a, yeah, sure, I want to go. Um, so I had this word. I'm like, all right, what do I do with this word? <laughs> and I was able to get the opportunity to share it um, the next day. And so I got up and I said, ikimas. <laughs> and I said it was a response to um, a response to the invitation to seek the harvest and to pick the harvest that was white in Japan. Because there was such a sense of something stirring and such a, uh, an urgency in the spirit to really see the people come to God. And as soon as I said that, like, everyone started getting excited. And afterwards, um, we'd start um, speaking to like a, a few waitresses and waiters and just say like, you're so loved, Jesus loves you. And they were so open to it. It was really great, really, really great. No one rejected. No one was like, oh, yeah, I don't believe that stuff or anything like that. But they were so open to it and so ready to hear it. So, so good. That's my story. So good. Ikimas. Hallelujah. So wonderful. Yeah, so we were in, we were in Tokyo this week, and um, we saw God do some outstanding miracles. On the um, Sunday night, we actually went to the largest church in Tokyo and um, where revival actually had broken out 100 years ago and part of that church. And um, as we were just ministering, we had more time and more space. God's power just came. People started shaking, crying, laughing. Uh, miracles just started popping. And um, a, a girl born deaf, completely deaf in one ear, instantly had her ear open. And her boyfriend was so excited. He was on staff. He's like, really? Whispering in her ear, which was so beautiful. The, the, the power and the glory of God's miracle power is so important for us to recognize God hasn't changed his mind about the gospel. I've got so much I wanna share with you tonight, but we wanna pray for a few people first before we do that. Um, because tonight, I want to make room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Because I really, I sense there's a revelatory realm opening up. And um, actually, Emily led everybody in an encounter in Korea, which was just extraordinary what the Lord began to speak. And we're gonna do that tonight. In a, yeah, hallelujah, at the end. Um, so before that, though, we wanna pray for a few people. So hallelujah, we say thank you, Jesus. God is good. Hallelujah. James, do you wanna come? Let's just pray for a couple of people. Father, we say thank you. Holy Spirit, come. Father, I thank you that you make a way where there seems to be no way. You know, I really sense that there is an anointing for healing in the room right now. Father, I say thank you. Lord, we give you worship. 
God, we give you praise. Father, I thank you for your anointing. I thank you for your mercy. Papa, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Father, I thank you for your anointing that breaks the yoke. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Father. I just see the Lord touching someone's belly right now. Uh, sure. Someone who's actually had um, all sorts of issues in their belly. I just believe right now, even as you put your hand on your stomach, there's some people watching too. As you put your hand on your belly right now, I believe the Lord is bringing things into order, divine order. So Father, I thank you right now for your healing touch. Father, I thank you for wholeness, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we say yes. We say yes. We say yes. We say yes. Come Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Papa. Someone else has had issues in their um, ears with drainage and um, blockage in their ears. Right now, I just believe the Holy Spirit's touching you. And Father, I thank you. Just put your hands on your ears if that's you. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Yes, God, there's been recurring infections and there's been uh, blockage, something to do with drainage. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we speak healing. Thank you, Lord, for wholeness. Thank you, Daddy. Lord, you're good. Lord, you're good. Father, we give you worship. Surely, basse, hey, Papa. This one's, none of them are going to work for me. Yeah, it will. It will. There we go. I've got this one. Thank you. Well, the Lord just showed me someone, someone uh, standing by, the, by a piece of water and, and shaking. I, and um, for, for many people, that might seem a little irrational, but I've, I feel like there's someone here, you've got quite a fear of water. And I don't know why you have that, but um, the, Lord, the Lord's going to lift that off you right now. So do you have a, a fear, like perhaps it was like a drowning experience that occurred for you or something like that? There's just this, like real reluctance to go anywhere near like a body of water. Who is that person? Who is that person? I'm really, really feeling it really strongly. So... I know you're in here. Is that you, sir? Would you mind coming forward so I could pray for you? Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I think the Lord's just going to just get rid of that completely for you. <laughs> Father, we give you worship. Lord, we give you praise. Someone else over here, um, you've been having uh, like irregular heartbeats. Uh, some funny things have been going on. Palpitations, things. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but who's that person? I wanna pray for you. Someone over here, I feel it, yeah. Can you come? Father, thank you, Lord, right now. No, in the name of Jesus, Father, we speak healing now. Yes. <laughs> In Jesus' name, Father, thank you. Yeah, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for healing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Daddy. Father, we give you praise. Um, I've, someone's got arthritis in their toes. Who is that? Arthritis in your toes. Feels like it's worse in the left foot than the right foot. Who is that person? Could you come forward, please? The Lord's going to take that off you straight away. Arthritis in the toes. Who is that? Come on forward, because the Lord's going to heal you, and you won't have to deal with it anymore. Is that you?
Hallelujah. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. Someone else has got an issue in one side of their back in their muscles. It's spasms here in your lower back on one side. Who's that? I want to pray for Can you come quickly? Father, thank you for Joseph Jesus. Hi. Yeah, Dad. Father, thank you now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you now it stops. Father, thank you for freedom. Oh, Father, thank you. Peace. In Jesus' name, be healed. Father, thank you. Ha. Yay, God. Lord, we give you worship. Thank you, Lord. No more pain. Hallelujah. Um, Lord seems really to be targeting um, fears at the moment. I can... Someone's had a car accident recently and you're really reluctant to get back behind the wheel. Who is that person? Um, come on forward because the Lord's just going to break that off you. It's, it's, um, it's not going to help you at all. Who is that person? The Lord's looking after you. You've just recently had an accident or maybe you're just terrified to get behind the wheel for some reason. Who is that? Again, I can feel it really strongly. I know you're in the room. Who is that? The, you don't need to. Come on forward. Come on. You don't need to deal with that anymore. Hallelujah. Come on forward. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. God, we give you praise. Someone actually along here, you've got an issue in your shins. Um, I don't know what that is, like shin splints or something that goes on in the lower leg and your, in your shins. Who's that? I want to pray for you. Someone here? Just feel... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Father, thank you. Yeah, God. God, you're so good. Father, I think it stops now in the name of Jesus. I thank you. It stops healing now, Father, for Harry. Ah, <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And someone over here with a, a problem with your knee, right over here. Who's that? I want to pray for you. Who's this over here? Someone, yeah, yeah. Hey. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Someone here, um, you've, you're, when, as, when you breathe in, um, you get a sharp pain in the top of your lungs. Who is that? It's um, mainly, again, it's mainly on the left side, but also sometimes on the right, depending on what's happening. Who is that person? Oh, we're all a little slow to get out of our seats tonight, aren't we? <laughs> Come on, everybody. Um, who is that person? Come on forward. You don't have to. It's, it's not of the Lord. You didn't deserve that. Nothing's you've, nothing that you've done has upset him so that he won't heal you. He wants you to be healed. So who is that person? Come on forward and let's just get that dealt with. The Lord wants to do business with you and we, he wants to show you how much he loves you. Hallelujah. Who is that person? It's, it's really, whoa. It's really, uh, really up here. Who is that? You breathe in and you get sharp pain in your lung. Who is that? Well, come up to me later on and, and, I'll, and I'll pray with you. Yeah, I felt there's someone else here. You've got some sort of disease that affects your, um, uh, your intestines and it affects your bowel. There's some, some condition that you have. I don't know what it's called. Can you come? This is happy news for you. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Yes, you'll be able to eat 
Well, you will eat again in the name of Jesus. Father, we rebuke that thing now in the name of Jesus. We command it. Okay, again, I mean, we are all friends and family here, right? We are all friends and family. We've got a loving God who is just delighted to help us. I can hear someone saying, I've really blown it this time. And those were the, the words you were using almost in a way of challenging God to prove you wrong. Who is that person? You've, something's happened. Don't need, no, don't need to know. Something's happened and you've said almost to God, like I've kind of just, like I've blown it. But who is that person? Because you haven't blown it. But the Lord wants to release you from um, that feeling that you will blow it at some point. Who is that person? Come on forward. I can again feel really strongly. So come on, you're among friends and no one's going to judge you. We've all been and done things that we regret. Who is that person? Anybody? I'm feeling it's over here somewhere, but anyway. Is that you, sir? Come on forward. You have not blown it with God. God wants to, you to know that. I'm James. Nicholas. Nice to meet you, Nicholas. Well, the Lord really loves you, and He wants you to know that He loves you, and you have not blown anything. Now, the favour of God is upon you. As sure as I'm standing in front of you, His hand is upon you. He feels your heart. And He is directing your life. And He's not going to let you go. He's not going to let you go over anything that you can do. Because He loves you and He cherishes you. And He actually likes you as well. It's not just like a, it's not just like a, a thing He has to do from afar. He really likes you. Yeah. And so I'm just going to pray right now for for all that stuff that goes along with that feeling that we've all, most of us in this room have experienced what you're experiencing. But the Lord wants you to know that you are loved. And so I just pray in Jesus' mighty name that you'd be released from that and you'd be free to experience the fullness of His love for you. And just like it says in the book of Ephesians, it says, you know, that you'd go to know the height and the depth and the width of the love of Christ. So I just pray over you an incredible knowledge of the love that the Father has for you in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let's just pray. Father, I thank you that you are speaking. We want to hear your voice. We want to see what you're doing. We want to, we want to cooperate with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I really am sensing the Holy Spirit talking to us. And we had a prophetic word tonight about making room, that there might need to be some changes to your normal routine, that there might need to be some changes to your leisure habits, your normal things that you do. Because when you recognize God is moving and you make room for it, that's when you see more come. You see, when Moses saw the burning bush, he didn't just run home and tell his wife, hey, I saw the most amazing thing. It was a bush, it was burning and it wasn't being consumed. I think it was God, it was supernatural, isn't it amazing? But he didn't do that. As soon as he recognised something supernatural was happening, 
He turned aside and gave it his attention. He gave it his time. He gave it his attention. And because of that, he was commissioned out of the sign and wonder, out of the bush. God spoke and he was commissioned. And you know, I really believe that the Holy Spirit is commissioning people to new levels in this hour right now. And there's an invitation into personal and corporate revival that will become national revival. Hallelujah. If we will recognise that God is moving and turn aside and make room and give it our time and give it our attention. I, um, I've been finding that in my own life just recently, just, just being reminded to be sensitive to the moving of the Holy Spirit. Because when we are, when we listen to Him, that's when, that's invitation into encounters that will change and shift your life. Now the Word of God is so powerful. I wanna read to you a, uh, a Psalm that has been really ministering to me and uh, just, so excites me, Psalm 57, it's so beautiful. And I just wanna share with you a little bit about the power of encounter and what it can look like as you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. It says here, Psalm 57 verse one, I'm reading from the Amplified tonight. Be merciful and gracious to me, O God. Be merciful and gracious to me for my soul takes refuge and find shelter and confidence in you. Yes, in the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge and be confident until calamities and destructive storms are past. I will cry to God most high who performs on my behalf and rewards me, who brings to pass his purposes for me and surely completes them. Hallelujah. I will cry to God who will fulfill his purposes for me. You are God and you will fulfill your purposes for me. It's a declaration you should be making, hallelujah. This is an invitation for you to war with, hallelujah. He'll send from heaven and save from the slanderers and reproaches of him who would trample me down or swallow me up. And he'll put to shame, Selah, pause and calmly think of that. God will send forth his mercy and loving kindness and his truth and faithfulness. My life is among lions. I must lie among those who are aflame, the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, their, their tongues sharp swords. Be exalted, O God. Be exalted above the heavens. Let your glory be over the earth. I think it's so interesting where he's saying, Lord, I'm surrounded by danger. I've got stuff going on. There's people and stuff and, and afflictions and circumstances. But this is my response. Be exalted, oh God. I remember when I was young, trying to understand spiritual warfare, and I did not know what to bind and what to lose, what to yell at, I, like I did not know. And I, I went to some intercessors meetings and I still didn't know after that. I'm like, I just they speak a language I don't even get, like I don't know. And I prayed one day, I said, Lord, I don't know how to do spiritual warfare. And he said, just praise me, just worship me. Because when you worship, that is warfare. I was like, oh, okay. This is what he's doing. This is what David's doing here. They set a net for my steps. My very life was bowed down. They dug a pit in my way and in the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. Selah. 
My heart is fixed, O oh God. My heart is steadfast and confident. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my glory. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awake night, right early. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise and give thanks to you, O oh Lord, among the peoples. I will sing praises to you among the nations for your mercy and loving kindness are great. Reaching to the heavens and your truth and faithfulness to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. This, I, this concept of singing and making melody to the Lord is a really interesting thing. You know, it's not just for the vocally gifted. God loves the sound of your voice. Song of Songs says your face to him is lovely and your voice is sweet. The other night I was, um, I was just at home and I started to find a song just coming up out of my heart, an old song that I used to sing. And as I just began to sing it to him, I could feel God on it. It was one of those little invitations from the Lord. And so I turned aside and I started, I just began to sing it and then I sat down at the piano and I began to play it, found the chord chart somewhere. and began to play it and sing. And then, I, then a storm started breaking out. It was Thursday night and I love watching storms. So I went into my bedroom and I sat by the window and I just began to, I kept singing this song and I knew there was an invitation in it. How deep the Father's love for us. I just began to sing it over and over. And then I felt the Holy Spirit remind me um, that my cousin had brought over a whole bunch of really old books from my grandmother's house. And I love old books. I love looking at old books. She brings me all the religious books because she knows I'd like them. Anyway, there was a whole bunch of them, including a whole lot of hymnals, which I thought I don't need any more hymnals. But I felt the Lord say, go and get one of those hymnals. So I picked one up and I brought it into my room and watching the lightning and the thunder and worshiping God. And I just opened it up and I realized this is from, this, the inscription was from the choir in 1898 when um, my relative was conducting the choir and thanks to her for conducting the choir. I thought, oh, that's cool. I used to conduct a choir. And um, I opened it up and I just began to look at the words of these hymns. There were, there were hymns for everything. There was even hymns for a city church, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought, oh, yeah, we have a city church. And just beautiful words about, even though we're so busy with work, God, we want you to be our worship. Let our work be worship to you. Let us be mindful of your presence as we go about our work. And I just began to sing to the Lord. I had this beautiful time with the Lord, sitting, watching. Does anyone else like watching storms? Lightning, thunder, I love it. So then went to go to sleep that night. And as I'm trying to go to sleep, I, I started to just talked to the Lord, and suddenly I saw a vision, and I saw myself giving a gift to God. And I, I started praying, Lord, a gift for you? I, like, what can I give you? I, I've given you my life. I, what, what, would you, what can I give God? Like, money? What, what, what's, what's the gift, God? What, what, what do you want me to give you? I, I, I wanna give, what, what is this gift? And he spoke so clearly, he said, your song is a gift to me. And I knew the Lord was speaking, not just to me, but he was speaking to us as the body of Christ, reminding us of the value 
of your voice to him. That God, God would bother speaking and saying, hey, I really liked that tonight. I really liked that you were singing to me tonight. It, it, it began, as I began to think about it, I thought, God, there is so much treasure when we learn what it looks like to hear the little tugs, the little pulls of the Holy Spirit and turn aside. I've, I've had these experiences over my life as, I've, as I have listened to the Holy Spirit and, and just made room. I remember one morning waking up after a renewal service back in the 90s. Anyone in some of those renewal services? God was moving powerfully. And I was just at an, a glorious meeting the night before. I woke up just singing to the Lord. I was worshiping. I pray tomorrow morning will be like that for you. You're waking up just worshiping. And as I began to worship, I felt the glory come. Like, oh, so heavy and so strong that it became so strong I couldn't speak anymore. I felt it physically on my body, on the bed. I felt pinned down by the weight of the glory, and I couldn't speak anymore. It's like, oh. And I was like, that for quite some time, just, oh. And then a song started to come out of my mouth. And this song came out, I kiss you with clean lips, O oh Lord, lips that you've given to me. I kiss you with clean lips, O oh Lord, because your grace is sufficient for me. And then I couldn't speak again. As forced sailor, pause and think about that because you can't do anything else. And it was a God song. God put those words in my mouth because I was still struggling with so much guilt and condemnation struggling to believe what he was saying about me. And here he was just taking over because instead of just jumping up when I woke up, I just lent in a little to what the Holy Spirit was doing. And then out of that, I began to write another song. You are holy. You are worthy of all praise. You are holy, and I exalt your name. And then this afternoon, I was just beginning thinking about this, and I just began to sing some of the old songs that I wrote. This is before I ever preached a sermon. I wrote a whole bunch of songs. And as I began to sing the songs that I'd written back then, the glory of God just came in such a powerful, heavy way. And I believe the Holy Spirit, He is much more excited about you encountering Him in a fresh way than you have any comprehension of. It's, it's not something you're going to have to press through to happen. He is He's the one saying, I'm here, I am ready to speak to you, I'm ready to do everything you want me to do, and far exceeding above all you could ask, hope, or imagine, I'm ready, let's go, 
I'm ready. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a Japanese word. Ikimas. I will go. And, and God is here. I'm ready. Let's go. And I think we, we sometimes have had a mentality because we have pressed in for so long that I need to press in, I need to press in, I need to press in when God is saying, I'm here, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm, I'm here. I'm more excited about you encountering me and uh, you experiencing more glory and revival than you can actually physically, emotionally or spiritually handle. And the invitations are every day I'm giving you the opportunity. So I sense an invitation from the Holy Spirit into an activation of a lifestyle of glory encounters. Hallelujah. So I, um, uh, Emily was with me in Korea and Dr. Hong asked her if she'd share a session, which she did, which was just amazing. But she led them in an encounter because the Lord did something so powerful for her when she was just 15, 16. And, um, it was so glorious and so significant and so life-changing that, that she felt just to, to do it with all these pastors and leaders up on Prayer Mountain in Korea. So she got them to get on the floor, got some keyboard music in the background, and she began to just lead them in an encounter with Jesus. Now people say, well, how, where's that in the Bible? The Bible says, seek and you will find. And he is longing to reveal his shining face. He's longing to speak to you. And a lot of people who have struggled with, I just need, I want, I need. He's like, I'm here. I'm here. If you'll just make some room. So I felt today as I was just having my little happy time with the Lord, I felt the Lord say, hey, I want to do that tonight. I want people to encounter me tonight. And so I'm going to ask, I've asked Emily if she'd come. And we're going to do this. Hallelujah. You're going to have an encounter with God. Hallelujah. And we're going to make some room because I really believe, <laughs> I believe the Holy Spirit has an agenda to speak to you. Hallelujah. So I'm going to ask Emily if she'd come. We might need someone on the keys if we could. That'd be awesome. Give her a hand as she comes. It's like deja vu, I'm again. Um, so yeah, we, I did this in Korea and also on the youth camp as well. And some of the stories that were coming back, we got a few people up to share and they were quite significant and there were a few, uh, a few tears. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm both parties. Um, but anyway, first things first, um, might get everyone to stand up. And we'll start getting a bit informal. And so find a place on the ground, on the chairs, underneath the chairs, at the back, at the front. It's very comfortable here. And just get comfy and find a place just to lie down.
How's everyone feeling? Found a spot? All right. So I'm going to start um, leading you into an encounter. Um, so I want you to start using your sanctified imagination just to uh, imagine the things, the prompts that I give you. And um, yeah, just kind of let go, keep your focus, um, get rid of any distractions floating around in your head and just focus on you and God. So try and just get into that mind space. Nothing's distracting you, but like, what did I have for dinner or anything like that? <laughs> I want you to imagine a garden. So a garden specifically designed for you. So imagine walking in, looking all at all the flowers, what's there, how big is it, what time of day it is. I want you just to imagine yourself just walking through this garden. It's specifically designed just for you and design just for what you want. And as you're walking through this garden, I want you to picture that there's someone else there with you in that garden. I want you to approach that person and greet them. Take note of who they are, what they look like. You should imagine that Jesus is right there with you as well. to look into his face and look into his eyes. Don't pull away. And he's going to say something to you. Listen carefully to what he says. Think about his tone, how he says it. And just sit and listen. He's also going to give you something. I want you to put your hand out and just receive it. Have a look at what it is, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it means to you. Or if you don't know what it means to you, if you don't know what it is, ask what it is and what it means. Really look at it, really examine it.
No, I want you to see that Jesus just reaching out his hand for you to take his. And he says, come with me. He's going to take you somewhere. I want you just to give yourself completely over to his lead and just follow wherever he's going. Thank you, Jesus. If you feel yourself kind of losing focus or maybe like thinking like that's enough, maybe just press in. I encourage you to press in just a little longer. And just ask God, what else do you want to show me? What do you want to see? What do you want me to see? What do you want to say? And just press in and keep your focus. If you're ready to sit up, then feel free to. How's everyone feeling? <laughs> 
Did you see something? Did God do something? I want to just hear from a couple of people if the Lord's shown you something special that He wants to. I, I felt Him show me all sorts of things and really an invitation into intercession over the nations. It's just so glorious. But I'd love to, um, I'd love to just find out if anyone wants to just share 60 seconds, uh, something that the Lord showed them. Hallelujah. Very personal, but I know. That's good. Um, when Emily, you started and you said, um, imagine a garden, and the first thing that comes to, I suppose, most people's minds is some plants and butterflies and whatnot. And then you said, no, a garden specific for you. And I love subtropical ferns and all those beautiful things. And I love um, those, uh, like the rainforests and the rays shining through. And it was just so, I just thought, oh, that's what I like. And um, and then when you said, and I'll just skip, you know, just to, when you said, um, you know, imagine someone there, it was Jesus, and he's going to give you a gift. And he gave me a gift and I opened it. And... Um, it was a ring, but with the biggest rock diamond. Now, anyone who knows me is close to me. I'm not materialistic at all. You can see my ring on my finger. It's a little diamond. And I just felt Jesus said, you're my bride and you deserve that rock. You deserve it. I want to lavish on you and I want to give it to you. And then I just started going back to uh, he's been talking to me about identity this week, identity of who we are in Christ. And um, just without getting into it, uh, I had a, like a tra quite a traumatic childhood. I was bullied. I was bullied by a stepfather. And I just used to admire confident people. And he said, you are always, we're always like that. You just didn't know it because you didn't know who you were. And you were always like that. It wasn't like you've grown into it or you admire this. It said you just didn't know who you were. You were a daughter of the Most High. And you are royalty. And you were always like that. And I just, yeah. So good. So good. Hallelujah. I was in a vision um, in my vineyard because I've seen it before in my mansion. I was walking there with Jesus. And he said, I looked in his eyes and they were brown like pennies. And he said, you're my heart's dream. And I could barely glance in his eyes. It was too much. And I was walking along. And when Emily said that He's going to give you something. He took both of my hands and he put something in my hand. And when I looked, it was amazing. I said, Lord, what is this? He said, this is my heart. I've been crying out to the Lord, please don't let me go home to heaven and not learn what it is to know how to love. I want to know how to love. I want to love people. I want to learn how to love like Bob Jones testimony I want to know how to love that's all I want and he said I've given you my heart and my heart is the heart of the father and I just felt real love for the nations 
just so good. You know, um, it's just an opportunity to activate your ability to, by faith, hear from God. We all have an imagination. It's a gift from God. It's not an evil thing. It's a neutral thing. It's like a whiteboard and, uh, or a television screen. And when you yield it to the Lord and you say, Lord, I, I, I believe you want to speak to me. I know you do. Uh, by faith, you look with an expectation to see. He, he can begin to, you can activate your imagination like turning on the screen and then he takes over and starts to speak. And that's, that's how encounter often works. Hallelujah. And uh, you know what we were just hearing here, you know, it's all anchored in the word of God. The Bible says that he wants to reveal the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the love of Christ that passes understanding. And he wants to fill you to overflowing with all the fullness of God. And we need, that we need to pray for the Holy Spirit to give us strength to be able to comprehend it because it's beyond our ability to comprehend. It's like, like Deb said, I, I, I couldn't keep looking in his eyes. And his kindness and his mercy are beyond our ability to comprehend. They're beyond our ability to comprehend. His, his mercy is beyond our ability to comprehend. But when you allow him to actually start to give it to you, you start to pray that apostolic prayer, Lord, strengthen me with might in my inner being so that I truly may come to know together with all the saints what is the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, the love of Christ that passes knowledge that I may be filled up to overflowing. He's saying, yes, and I wanna do now, I wanna do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope or imagine. And you can pray that prayer, you can want that prayer, but if you'll then take time to say, okay, here it is, I'm ready, fill me up, he'll come and he'll begin to do it. But the, the key is actually making room for what you're asking for. Letting him love you. And a lot of people, even they, they know about God, they know, uh, they, they understand and believe that God is real but they, they feel in themselves like, I, I don't have a connection. I don't know how to connect with God and I don't feel worthy and I, I don't, I, I feel like I'm too far from Him. Well, Jesus is just there with His hand out saying, I've got, I've got my hand out here. Just grab my hand. I'm here. I'm ready to help you. If you'll just reach out your hand and say, help, Lord, I want to know you. I want, to, I want to experience you. I want to know you. If you'll do that, He is your ever-present help in time of need. Hallelujah. He is the Saviour. And the Saviour is offering His hand, saying, here I am. If you want salvation, I'm ready to give it to you. I'm here to save you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to bring you into a love that's beyond your ability to, to process. And I want to bring you into it a continuous lifestyle of encountering love beyond your wildest dreams. Hallelujah. He is a good, good Father. But if you're here tonight and you know in your heart you aren't connected with God, you haven't got a relationship with God, I wanna give you an opportunity tonight to reach out your hand and say, yes, Jesus, I want you to be my Saviour. Because when you do that, when you make a 
public declaration, yes, God, I want you to be my saviour. The Bible says, if you confess me before men, I'll confess you before my Father who's in heaven. As we make a choice to say, yes, God, I need you, that humility will bring you into a place of salvation. Hallelujah. When you recognize, I can't get to heaven on my own. I need Jesus. As you, as you recognize he is the only way, the truth, and the life, that without him, we've got nothing, and that he came and he died, took away our sin by paying the penalty for our sin, and now offers us eternal life. As you respond and say, yes, Jesus, I need that, he's right there to gather you up into his arms. So tonight, if you're here and you know in your heart that you are away from God, you're not, you're not walking in fellowship with Him and you say, yes, God, I want to come back to you. I wanna give my life to you. I wanna receive you as my Lord and Savior. I'd like to pray for you tonight before we close. Is there anyone here that says, yes, that's me? If that's you, just wave your hand. I'd love to pray with you and give you the opportunity. Yes, I see you, God bless you. Is anyone else that says, yeah, that's me? I see you, that's so powerful. Well, praise God. Is anyone else that says, yeah, that's me? I want to, I want, I want, I want to be joined to Jesus. I want, I want to step into a new life tonight. Is anyone else that says, yeah, that's me? I believe tonight God set you up because he loves you. He really loves you. I'm going to ask you to be brave if you guys can come. I'm going to pray with you right now. Give them a hand as they come. Would you come? Yeah, well done. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to partner with us in spreading the gospel to the nations, you can do so via our website www.glorycitychurch.com.au We would love to hear from you. If you have a prayer need, please send us an email at info at glorycitychurch.com.au We would also love to hear your testimonies. You can email these praise reports to info at glorycitychurch.com.au God bless.